Hurdle and Hughes presents The Power of Partnerships. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Power of Partnerships podcast, Turtle and Hughes monthly podcast. Each month, we're joined by our best-in-class partners, and sometimes those partners are our own employees. My name is Greg Scalera. I'm the creative technical manager here at Turtle and Hughes, and I'm going to introduce our guests today one at a time, and they will tell you who they are and what they do here. Uh, Natalie Raymond, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm the purchasing manager for the New York, New Jersey purchasing department out here in Somerset, New Jersey. Jason? I'm a senior data analyst. I am, you know, basically working on cost savings. I've been uh, with Turtle for about eight and a half years now. Hey, everyone. My name's Lauren. I am the training and development coordinator, everything pretty much on the corporate and distribution side of training. And we are here today to talk about our Rising Stars program. And rather than me explaining to you all what that is, fortunately, the name is pretty self-explanatory, but I'm going to leave it to you all. Uh, to sort of introduce this program to our listeners and, and tell them what it's about. So to me, Rising Stars is a program that enhances our understandings of the many facets of our company. Um, and then when going through the various sessions throughout the year, you learn more about the, bar the background of all the departments and executives. And then throughout these sessions, we have to think about a final project that will help better our company along the way. Yeah, it's, it's a very valuable program here at Turtle. It's, it's something we're all uh, very proud to have and also the four of us on this call proud to have been a part of. Uh, just for some context of where we all are in our journeys, um, I was the program leader, one of a few program leaders last year. I was a member of the program the prior year. And now, like me, uh, you three have just finished the program as graduates and are now leading the next generation of Turtle's Rising Stars. Um, so I have some questions for you to kind of answer from where you are in your journey and the things that you've experienced and are now experiencing as leaders of the program coming full circle. Having gone through the program as rising stars, what were some standout moments that you remember from your exposure to different areas of the business? Natalie, you mentioned that you get some cross training here uh, in different departments, maybe things that, that you otherwise would not have heard about or been familiar with. Well, for me, being on the distribution side of purchasing, I learned a lot about the integrated side of the company that I didn't think I would ever learn about. So that was really helpful for me. And then even in my final project, my group were all integrated employees. So they really taught me, along with the executives throughout the sessions, my um, colleagues in my final project really helped me a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because the exposure to the other areas of the business doesn't just come from our kind of special guest business leaders in those areas. It also comes from your Rising Stars classmates, uh, if you will. And and because we pull from all areas of the company for this program. So you're in there collaborating with peers from different areas of the company who you maybe never would have networked with otherwise. This program really gives you an, a unique opportunity to meet with managers throughout the organization. And for myself, I've been with the company for about three years. I started right at COVID. So I didn't really get a chance to meet with that many people right away. And this program really gives me a lot of contacts on who to reach out to. And then also what training topics they need in different departments that I wasn't really aware of at the time. So it's just nice to be able to speak with new people and get to know them well. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up too, because this program started a little bit before COVID and it looks very different now than it used to. I, I believe prior to my class, um, most of these meetings were in person. It was it was kind of region specific and they would get together and have their hour long, you know, weekly uh, sessions with with other business leaders. And now, you know, through the beauty of work from home and, and remote 
recording, which is how we're doing this podcast as we speak. Um, we can include people from across the country. You know, we're a national company. We have um, areas of business out on the West Coast, East Coast, the South. Um, we've, we've had members of the Rising Stars program from Mexico. So that's really valuable. And, and again, just, just kind of the, the internal networking has been invaluable. I know for me, I, I've had access to being in the marketing department. I kind of work with everybody already anyway. But getting the perspective of you all kind of mixing and matching for the first time and making putting names to faces um, has been a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, no, I think it even goes beyond just putting names to, to emails uh, or faces to emails. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get you get to that point of like, you know, you're working in a silo sometimes and, you know, your immediate people that you're working with. But there are also other people working in silos and, you know, breaking down those barriers and getting to know people even on an emotional level can really help you in terms of, you know, your work product, um, instead of just trying to check boxes off, you're actually putting more effort into making sure that people that you now are, you know, uh, caring about are, you know, either for me and that in the analytics department, we're, you know, constantly, um, working on user experience. Mm -hmm. So instead of just checking boxes, I'm making sure that what I'm building, the people that are using them are having better experiences and, being able to meet those people in person and talk to them about their day-to-day -day experiences is really invaluable. Yeah, it makes it personal because now, for example, you've met Natalie, you know how awesome she is. And when she has an ask, you're like, oh, I want to make sure I don't let Natalie down. Yeah, exactly. Now that I know she's cool, not just another name on the, the to-do list pile. <laughs> um, so that's the personal side of it. How, did, how do you feel those cross-training exposures and, and even the internal networking with your peers um, affects the way that you approach your own area of business? Has it expanded the way that you look at things? Are you, are you taking new approaches, new angles? What difference has it made? For me, like I mentioned, it's really just getting to expand it just beyond my department and just beyond corporate and really getting to touch with other people. I didn't really know too much about the integrated side of the business. So being in this program and having the session that reviews that and then also being able to talk to Scott and other people who are you know, leaders on that side of the business, it gives you a better understanding of what's going on on that side, even though you're not in it on the day to day. Yeah, I, I feel like when I started eight years ago, um, being in integrated, it was kind of like, a, you know, butting heads a little bit where I'm part of integrated, I'm part of corporate. And I think over the years, the executives um, have really done a good job at unifying the whole business. And, um, you know, you can tell just by meeting them that everyone is now working together and, you know, it's a family business and it feels like um, working with not coworkers, but family members. Yeah, that has been a big initiative, I know, for leadership. I know this because um, a lot of the implementation of those initiatives I, I'm involved with, such as, you know, rolling out the intranet and, and WorkVivo, our internal social platform. Well, I was even going to say, like, even going through this session as leaders, I feel like I'm learning a lot more than I did last session as well. So we added, like, a few more courses, even regarding um, integrated. And we had a course last week or a couple weeks ago for um, site managers for integrated and um, a word that just kept popping out to me was strategic sourcing. And I don't mm. feel like I heard that word a lot last session that we went through it. And now like being a purchasing manager this session, I've been using that word a lot more with my department because it just, it goes hand in hand really. And I really didn't think distribution and integrated went hand in hand that closely. Yeah, you, you never really know what's going to trigger a change in your perspective. And that's mm -hmm. why we do these things. That's why we expose ourselves uh, to new areas of, of the business. And, you know, for me personally, a, a big part of my job is 
kind of keeping an eye on, on emerging technologies and thinking about ways that they can be applied to our, our business processes. And prior to that, my, my role, the way I thought of it was more just creating marketing content, using technology for marketing. And now that I have a better education in the different areas of our business, it allows me to think about ways to apply technology to those areas because I understand them. Um, before, you know, before Rising Stars, a lot of it was, was Greek to me. And I, I didn't really know what they needed and how I could help them. And the more that I learned about it, the more I'm going in my day to day thinking, oh, my God, here's how I can help all of these people with my own skill set, you know, that, that they're lacking in their department. And now that I have this knowledge of what they do and what they need, I could be that person. And it's really, I feel like accelerated my career growth because it's a, it's a more valuable position than just, you know, cranking out marketing content and staying siloed. Jason, as you said, it's a great word. So there are many facets of this program beyond just the uh, weekly classes. It sort of culminates in a final project. Uh, it's one of the, the most important and I think most memorable parts of the Rising Stars experience. Describe your experience collaborating on this final project and what it was like presenting it to the executive committee that I know some of you haven't always had as much access to as, as maybe some others do in the business. So what was that like, uh, you know, putting an idea in front of them for the first time? Working on the final project is just a really good way to incorporate all of the knowledge from all the sessions into a new opportunity for Turtle and Hughes, so like a new product, a new service of some kind. Yeah, it was it was sort of a competitive group project. Um, you were divvied up into groups of what four or five people per per mm -hmm. team, yep. and the idea was just to come up with a an idea to present to the executive committee for a way to make money or improve our business processes. But it was it was really about profitability and looking at things that maybe the leadership of the company hasn't thought of. That's really where the value add is for these projects. Uh, Jason, what was that like for you guys? Uh, yeah, I think it was it was pretty interesting because you have different people from different parts of the business, so they all have their own individual part of the business in mind. But then, you know, when someone throws out an idea of their of something that they're familiar with and you're getting outside opinions on that, I think that's really valuable. Um, and then I think in terms of, you know, after you've decided on what you want your project to be, I think it's, it's you know, I work in the analytics department, so I have a handful of people that I work every day with on different projects. And I know exactly what their skills are, what workloads they have, what their ability, what they're able to accomplish and what time. And now you have people from other parts of the business that you have no visibility to. And it's, you know, a, a little daunting, but... Um, you know, the, the unknown, you, you learn when to take the lead, when to trust your, your coworkers. Um, and it was inspiring to see, you know, times where I was a little burdened and I, you know, didn't have a lot of uh, bandwidth for the, for the project. My other teammates were stepping up and um, it, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty fun to see the people that we have in the company and, and their ability to lend each other hands uh, when they need it. Even I love I love that, that answer. Sorry, I love that answer because I know so so many people have anxiety about group projects just from coming from you know the school system. But now you're in a situation where thinking. you're in the honors class. Everybody there, you know, can pull their yeah. own weight. So that's, that's a load <laughs> off your shoulders. Yeah. Um, Natalie, what was this like for you? Well, even to piggyback on that, um, getting the mentors that we were assigned for our group project too, like. 
I didn't think I would ever have to work. I didn't think I would ever work with Scott West, but our mm. final project had to do with integrated and acquisitions on integrated side. So even just hearing his experience about acquisitions and working in integrated, that was even interesting for me alongside doing the final project. Yeah. So for context, Scott West, president of our integrated supply division, if you need to learn a lot about integrated supply fast, there's nobody better in the company to have access to. And, and part of the the fun of this final project, I think, was you really got access to any resource in the company that you needed. There were really no closed doors. And we, we tried to make that very clear for you guys to, to go and be creative and be resourceful and knock on doors and ask questions to people that you maybe didn't think that you had access to. Um, you did. And, and I hope that that mentality you know, carries with the graduates of that program even beyond just the final project. You should know that if you have a good idea, everybody in the company is, is open to it and willing to hear it and, and anxious to figure out how they can help. Um, but now you've made it through that, that process. Any, any uh, insight on, on what it was like talking to the executive committee? Were there any nerves there? What was it like getting up you know, in front of them all on presentation day and um, telling them about this great idea you had? It was definitely very um, <clears throat> nerve-wracking, but what, what I mentioned and what I wanted to mention about the project is just that all the team members were from different parts of the business and everybody kind of knew where their strengths lie as far as presenting or giving you know profitability and different types of topics to focus on. So it was nerve-wracking, but the preparation was the most important thing. And I feel like all the teams did a really good job to prepare um, for their presentation and really know what they're discussing. Yeah, I was I was definitely, you know, my year in my group, I was the kind of creative engine behind the project. But when it came to the profitability report, I was glad that I had other people who knew what they were talking about, because that is, that's not my company. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so you made it through, you pitched your projects, some of you won, some of you didn't, we won't name names. Um, how did your experience as a rising star going through the program inform the way that you've approached leading the program this year? Was there anything that you observed during your time as a rising star that you were like, you know, I'm going to carry this into my leadership. I know what these people need and how to, how to lead them as it were. Well, I think our leaders from last session really taught us so much, Greg. Well, you know, there's always <laughs> room for improvement. <laughs> no, but I think um, just setting like uh, you and Aaron setting the example for us, just that you were always like readily available, that if we had a question about any project, about any session, that I, I like to translate that over to this session as well. I, I think the most amazing thing about having the uh, mentors from each session be participants of last session is you don't have a standard syllabus. It's something that is always growing and evolving as the company is growing and evolving. And I'd like to think that everything that the three of us know about being mentors, you know, we learn from you and you learn from the previous mentors. Um, so, you know, I think the syllabus will constantly be adding sessions and dropping sessions and modifying sessions to um, better cater to the, the stars and, and be better um, absorbed. Yeah, and that's that's an evolving process. You know, this this program in five, ten years is going to be five, ten years better than it was this year and last year and the year before. And you know, we do the best we can, but we go through this process with our own questions as participants. I feel like, and we we keep those questions in our minds for the following year when we're leading the program, and we say, okay, we're going to get ahead of those things. Like there were, I remember all the questions that we asked as students. Um, that we eventually got answers to. And I was kind of keeping a running list of those with, with you guys when we were your leaders and saying, okay, here's all the things that I wish I knew earlier our year. And I'm sure that there are things that you wish you knew earlier because we answered a lot of questions you guys had that we didn't think of. 
and you know that's that process is just going to get better and better and better um learn anything that that you took away from your time as a rising star that you're now applying as a leader um really being able to see the program like and be part of it last year really gave us a good idea of how we wanted to add like team building activities and different things to it just to make mm. it even more um collaborative and um also another big thing of seeing this project is really how quickly the communication has to go out for it and how you have to be on top of it right away and luckily natalie and jason were really good at that um but yeah everything just needed to happen right at the beginning and um we really worked together to make sure that everything got set up right away yeah i, I talked a lot about the upsides of moving to the remote format for these classes but one of the only downsides is kind of the loss of the team building thing i mean i know before covid the classes were out doing you know escape rooms and and silly teamwork games and things in person in our in our corporate headquarters and i feel like our session was one of the first where we didn't have access to that and and maybe we didn't find a way to compensate for that uh what, what are you guys doing with an eye on on team building as you mentioned so we actually do have an in-person session coming up at the end of this month. And we nice. are doing an escape room. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> so, That's um, cool. Mm -hmm. And so that, and that would be really be interesting, too, to see how some people work together. And when we make our final group projects for the groups, um, that's what we're really going to be taking into account. Excellent. Love it cannot advocate strongly enough for things like that in, in company building and team building, uh, regardless of the size of your business, there's always, always ways to create those bonds kind of in the flames of chaos, like an escape room situation. You really, uh, figure out how to lean on each other fast. Um, so big question here to wrap things up. It's very high level answer it. However, it means to you, what was the most valuable lesson that you took away from your time in the program? Is it a difference in the way that you think about your career trajectory, uh, an insight into another area of the business that you didn't understand. What what do you uh, assign the most value to? I think for me, it was really about um, just being open to talking to different people throughout the company. Sometimes you feel like, oh, I don't want to bother them because I don't want to burden them with this work. But really, everybody in the company I've spoken to is very open with helping out and doing teamwork activities and different things. So. I think it was just getting in communication with these people through the program to start and then knowing that you can reach out to whenever you need is something that um, I think is really valuable to get after being in the program and also after running it too. Yeah, sometimes when we come into a company with those uh, kind of inherent apprehensions, it, it takes something that requires us to get around them for us to actually get around them. Um, so that's, that's a big part of the program and something that we encourage. Uh, Jason, what, what's your answer here? Yeah, no, well, uh, before I, I give my answer, I, I just wanted to say that I agree. I feel like sometimes as like a, a new employee of a company, I think um, job titles kind of get scary for me. Um, mm -hmm. As someone who's not very outgoing, when you see, you know, director of finance or CEO, that makes me kind of be nervous to approach them. And, you know, I, I found out that, you know, even during the presentation to the executive team, like everybody was friendly when we our presentation was over. It was very you know, talkative and, you know, collaboration as us as part of a group. After the presentation, we went, we went to Top Golf, and I was on a team with Kathleen. And initially, my first thought was like, oh, no. And then it's like, you know. Kathleen being our CEO, for those yeah, of you who are yeah. unfamiliar. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh, I'm now grouped with the CEO of a huge company, a very successful company. And then you realize, you know, all of these people, regardless of their title, they're just normal, like, awesome people. She's um, great. Yeah. And I guess tying tying that into, you know, 
I think my biggest takeaway is, you know, I, I mentioned it before being a little bit siloed, but I think, you know, my little silo, my job can't exist without people like Natalie, who's buying the products that make up the data I work with, without, you know, Lauren, who is training me and training my other co coworkers, without you making these podcasts. And I think sometimes you you fall into that rut of like, it's you're just going to a job, whereas we're all different partners working to benefit the, the general uh, turtle. That's such a good answer. There's there's nothing. And, and when my friends ask me what I do for a living, the way that I explain it is here's here's what I do. But it's really to drive what everybody else does at my company, because there's nothing about what I do for our company that in on its own makes money. <laughs> like yeah. I am. I'm, I'm not the part of the business that 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 drives the profitability. I'm the part that that makes those things better. So I need to understand what I'm enhancing in order to enhance it. And Rising Stars was a big part of that for me. Going back to what you said previously about about being able to interact with other people in kind of scarier positions in the company, I come from a, a theater background prior to my career in electrical and industrial distribution. I came from theater. Uh, I was more of an audio engineer and director eventually, but I started in acting and auditions are terrifying um, until you have the perspective of being a director holding an audition process. And then the next time you come back as an actor, you're like, wait a minute, they just want me to be great. Like everybody in that room wants me to succeed and come in and be awesome. And once you understand the other side of it like that, and I feel like that's part of what this process is, is, is pitching an idea to an executive committee and understanding after the fact, they all wanted us to come in and give the best presentation and make this company a lot of money. We're all on the same team that really makes it so much easier to have those conversations and present yourself in ways that feel vulnerable in the moment. Um, just understanding that they want you to succeed and want you to do, to do well, and they're not there to scare you or be intimidating really is, is so much of that battle already. Natalie, what did you think was the most valuable part of this experience? Well, I second everything that Lauren and Jason said. Um, for me too, uh, the most value experience was if you have an idea, just share it. Like once mm. you really get to know the executives, you realize that they're not scary people. They they have everybody's main intention in line that they everyone just wants to, to succeed. So there's no idea too big or too small. If you want to change the kitchen supply vendor or if you want to acquire <laughs> a new a new company, then just put your ideas out there and what could go wrong. Either they say no or they say yes. And then you look like the winner anyway. Yeah, Turtle has made a lot of deliberate effort to keep channels of communication open across the company and get ideas up the ladders of leadership, regardless of what they are, what their purpose is. We have um, a system in place for, for new ideas for profitability. We have a community suggestion box in place just for things that, that we would like to see in the company, regardless of whether it's company culture things or just business practices. Um, ideas are a, a big foundation of our culture, I think, at Turtle. And I know that I've personally over the years suggested ideas that in the moment, as I was saying them, I was like, this is a stupid idea. And it was never once received as a bad idea mm -hmm. by anybody. It was always, okay, how can we take this and make it work and, and find um, the improvement in it? And, you know, not every idea is going to make the cut, but the ones that do, it feels good. And it's, it's, it's nice to be a contributor of Turtle moving forward, regardless of whether it's your business area or not. So that's, that's kind of all the talking points that we had scheduled for the day. Is there any, any final words that any of you want to give, uh, whether it's your experience as a rising star or as a leader or for the next generation, any words of advice, anything we're missing? I would just say for any incoming rising stars, don't be afraid to ask questions. 
Like mm. even this session, being a leader and hearing the other stars' questions that weren't asked during my session, I'm learning so much more through that process now. I was going to say that backing off of that is just don't be afraid, even if you're somebody that you may think that you're not in a role where you can be selected for this program, like anybody can be selected for it. Just step outside your comfort zone and really become a leader in the company. Like we all mentioned here, everybody is open to running with ideas and helping you out. So just keep that mindset, keep that motivation and get to where you want to be. Yeah, and I should I should mention that this is a, a program that we nominate each other for, but also you can be self-nominated. Uh, so there are lots of ways, you know, to take advantage of this. It's a great opportunity. If anyone previously was uninterested in it, and you're listening, and you're a turtle employee, I hope that this episode helps you uh, find an interest in it, or at least understand the potential of the opportunity, rather than just thinking of it as oh, you know, another thing on my plate every week. You really get out of it, I think, more than you put in. Jason, any any closing thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I agree with both of those. Um, we, we definitely have members of, of this class of rising stars that were nominated by a peer, but also self-nominated. And we have people that have one year of experience, we, we all the way up to, I think, like 10, 15, maybe even 20 years of experience. So don't be afraid to ask because, you know, Greg, a, a little thought that you have that you may, you know, uh, throw it out there and then think that it's kind of silly. Some subject matter expert may grab it and run with it. So you never know. You never know. Thanks guys. Appreciate you joining the show. Appreciate you giving your insight on this awesome program. Uh, it's one of my favorite things we do here at turtle and thank you all for listening. And, um, you know, hope you subscribe to our show. It's on all major podcast platforms. It's on our YouTube channel, the power of partnerships by turtle and Hughes. Uh, thank you for listening. Tune in again next month for another conversation with our partners. Goodbye everybody.